of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Good morning. This is Lincoln Live. I'm Dale Johnson. It's 845. And uh, we want to take some time here to talk about city business with Lincoln Mayor Lirian Gaylor-Bayard. She joins us on the phone. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning, Dale. Nice to be with you again. Let's start with the subject of COVID and the vaccine. Ten new COVID cases reported in Lincoln and across Lancaster County on Wednesday. 41 people in hospitals, 67.5% of people 16 and older have been vaccinated. 277 cases so far of COVID with uh, being a variant virus identification. So considering all of those statistics, Mayor, and others that you factor in from health officials, what would have to happen for you to call for some level of renewed restrictions? You know, we aren't having that discussion at this moment, Dale, but what we are urging is for anyone who is eligible to get the vaccine but has not yet done so to please talk to your medical provider, talk to a trusted source of information about these safe and effective vaccines that are preventing severe illness and saving lives. Uh, We had local pulmonologist, Dr. Kevin Richmith on in a briefing this week, Dr. Uh, Director Lopez of the Health Department, Dr. Richmith and myself, uh, stood before the cameras once again because we are concerned about the uptick in cases and hospitalizations in our county. And not because we expect the kind of surge that we saw last year, but because the surge that we're seeing, the uptick that we're seeing is largely preventable. Um, There are people on ventilators who are regretful that they did not get vaccinated. We want everyone to understand that the Delta variant and potentially additional variants if the virus is allowed to continue to mutate in the public um, could be very serious, and um, even for young people. I went on the city's website, lincoln.ne.gov, and found the dashboard with fresh numbers. I think it was updated as about 5 o'clock yesterday afternoon. And uh, it's the first time, admittedly, Mayor, that I have gone back to the dashboard in quite some time, probably most of a month. Was it ever down? Because there's some criticism among uh, statewide uh, health professionals that the state's dashboard is down. Did the cities ever go down because of the reduction in case cases? Our dashboard has been up the entire time. We are committed to full transparency about the status of our community. We believe that putting this information out there for the public, for our partners in the medical community and those who are assisting in making sure that more of our community members know the situation and know how to keep themselves and their loved ones healthy, um, that that is vital and a real responsibility that we have to the safety and security of the community. Shifting subjects with Lincoln Mayor Larry on Gaylor Bayard to the police. I had a conversation here just recently with Acting Police Chief Brian Jackson. I believe I have one more conversation coming up in the month of August, and then he will transition back to Acting Chief because Teresa Ewens will be coming in. Uh, On a general subject of LPD, coming up 
next week, Mayor, the Holding Cops Accountable group will meet again at the Malone Center coming about 14 months after the protests and the riots in downtown Lincoln and those across the country following the the murder of George Floyd in Minneapolis. Uh, LPD says they've made some changes, including improved recruitment, retention of underrepresented populations, and some changes to LPD's use of control policies. I have a two-part question for you on the subject of police, Mayor. Has there been enough change to this point, in your opinion? And two, with a new police chief starting at the end of next month, what continued action steps are you expecting out of Teresa Ewens? Well, thanks for the question, Dale. We're so excited to welcome Teresa Ewens as our new chief of police here in Lincoln, Nebraska. And she brings a wealth of experience and leadership, and um, we are really thrilled that she'll be joining the department late August. And we're grateful to Brian Jackson, as you mentioned, for stepping up to serve in the interim chief role. Uh, we are really proud of the work of the Lincoln Police Department and their con- their commitment to continuous improvement. So, yes, while they have taken steps um, on an ongoing basis prior to the events of last year and, of course, in the wake of the events of last year, uh, our police department is continuing to refine its training, to update its policies, and to work to meet the needs of the moment. And a lot of a lot of what our policing model is focused on, of course, is relationship building and trust building in the community, and that work continues as well. And in fact, there's a, a barbecue this evening at the Malone Center hosted by uh, the folks there, Ishma Valenti, and, and his team have invited LPD because, you know, they understand that as well, that it's developing relationships outside of calls for service, outside of law enforcement actions that are, is so critical to making sure that we are building a safe community. And that's, that's the value that we share. That is what we are all working toward. And I'm excited that Chief Ewins will soon be on board to be a part of that and lead the charge. Mayor Larry and Gaylor Bayer joining me on Lincoln Live today. As we speak, Mayor, there are 10 states on fire in the Pacific Northwest and the West Coast uh, I recently returned from a motorcycle trip to Minnesota and got there just in time because some of the waterfalls and some of the lakes that I saw are dried up now in the land of 10,000 lakes, uh, seeing some of those because of drought. There's less of an argument these days about climate change and more of a shift to what can be done about it. And to that point, you have a climate plan out there. It looks at what Lincoln as a city can do between now and the year 2050. Uh, Earlier this year, City Council talked about concerns they are hearing from residents over uncertain costs of this climate plan. So fair to say, Mayor, that one of the biggest challenges isn't so much convincing someone about climate change as it is to convince them it's worth doing. Well, I think that you're right that the plan is a, a visionary document that lays out strategies for how we can address the accelerated rate of climate change. We all know that climate changes naturally, but it's the accelerated sort of human-driven increased rate of climate change that is contributing in significant ways to the severe weather events that we're seeing locally and nationally and around the globe. And we all have a role to play in trying to minimize those and mitigate the impacts, really because we want to protect our quality of life and and address the costs that come uh, with these severe events. I mean, there are, of course, costs to implementing and rebuilding our wells in Ashland, which we have to pay, and we are paying right now since those floods. 
there are costs of these severe storms. Um, but there are also costs. Um, so, you know, the, the, the larger picture is that there are costs to our quality of life if we don't do it. Uh, if we want to continue to have a wonderful community in which to live, you know, safer from flooding, um, safer from heat, from pest infestations, we have to take action now. And so the plan lays out a pathway forward. And as we move along this path, we will evaluate on a case-by-case basis the different strategy steps and their costs and evaluate them against the cost of inaction. And that always is a public process. That's a dialogue with our community. Uh, And it isn't easy work, but it's absolutely critical work. And we remain committed to building a stronger, more resilient future for Lincoln residents and businesses. We know how important this is to everyone's quality of life. I remember back to a conversation I had with a city council member, and it centered on the challenge that leaders have in committing citizens to a vision that's 30 years out. Uh, Most people are worried about their mortgage payments, or in the case of about 1,600 people now, they can't pay their water bill, and eviction notices are going to be sent out to people. So that's what they're looking at. It's it's tough, and it's your challenge to convince people that it's the next generation that will benefit. Not so much us now, but it's the next generation that will benefit. Well, I think I think it's it's both uh, in the sense that we have this vision for the long term, but what we adopted at council was a plan for the next six years. So we tried to take the the big picture and create segments of actionable items for the short term, because we are seeing we're all paying higher insurance costs at the city in the wake of these storms. We are paying to you know, six figure do- six figure installments to restore our wells at the, the plant in Ashland, we are being affected today. So it is, it is both in service to our immediate short-term needs and in service to taking care of the next generation. Mayor, uh, spend a few minutes catching us up on the street repair uh, portion of your budget. Mm-hmm. You bet. We know streets are absolutely a huge priority for our community, and they're part of how we support the growth and the economic opportunity that we have as people and, and businesses here in Lincoln. So we're committed to uh, six, about $60 million in, towards transportation in our capital improvements program going forward in the next year. And the vast majority of those dollars, close to $57 million, will be focused on streets. And that's repair, that's rehabilitation, that's also construction of new streets. And, you, you know, it's tough to be moving through Lincoln right now and not seeing road work underway. There are crews out there, orange cones. Uh, there are some slowdowns in to make way for their work. So we ask that people be mindful of our crews and keep them safe and be patient with those, those repairs. Uh, we're really excited to get good work done for our community so that we have great streets that are safe, that help people get to work, to school, and support commerce in our community. Mayor, just about a minute left. Have you been to the National High School Finals Rodeo at the Event Center? You know, I have. I I drove through yesterday to take a look at the epic scene out there, and then I also attended a welcome uh, celebration in the rail yard. Uh, Glenn Templeton was playing. People were dancing. I got a chance to provide a warm welcome along with folks from the Event Center. We're so thrilled to be able to have this opportunity to host a major competition 
and to enjoy the you know sort of economic boost that having thousands of new people in our community can provide. So I'm real excited for all the competitors and hope that they love their stay in Lincoln. I was out there last night. The outdoor grandstand was completely full, lots of fun. It's an exciting atmosphere, and I've got to give it to Amy Dickerson, her staff, and all the volunteers out there. Logistically, it was amazing getting where we needed to go. And you see the drone views. Have you seen some of those with the, with the horse trailers and the campers and the parking yeah. lot? It's just been an amazing effort.